You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the king of all kings podcast. J Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. You are alive. I don't want to use that. I don't like that. I don't want to, I don't want to use that one. But. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like the man who was all over AJ McCarron's woman? Yo, that was that, that creepy old man. That was crazy, bro. Oh, my God. Have you seen like I just can't get over how stunning. Settle down, sir. Settle right, sir, down. that could be your daughter. That could be your granddaughter, probably. <laughs> Settle down, man. But either way, you are looking live at J Street Vibes. We have an a live. It's kind of a post-game show a little bit. You know, it's Jason Jones of The Athletic, Kenny Carraway, ESPN 1320, D-Lo And, you know, we record these things on Mondays. Uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, they come out to you guys on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And, you know, we looked at this situation like, hey, Kings game is over. Yeah. Hopefully they would have won, but either way, we'll have something to talk about. People will be excited one way or the other. Why don't we just go live, man, and, and give people a live look at J Street Vibe. So that's what we're doing, man. I see uh, some of the homies already in here. TC was good. Uh, Dr. David is in the building. Lizzo Mack, Michigan Wolverines. All my people up in here, man. What's going on with you? Kings Get the W over the Pelicans, 123-108 at the Golden One Center. The Kings moved to 38-26, and 38-26, 12 games over 500. Remember those two, well, it was three of them, coming out of the Chase Center in the summer after the California Classic, and they were all hyped, and they were like, we get 40 wins this year. Then people was laughing at them and, oh, and, and you know, at them. the laughter wasn't deserved. It was a it was a summer league game. I mean uh, it was not deserved. Yes, it was. No, I love optimism, but come on, man. It was a summer league game. Wasn't nobody thinking about no 40 wins after clearly somebody was. Those three well, young men were was, yeah. Shout out to him and his foresight and optimism and hope. But yeah, I mean that was still hilarious. I don't care how you <laughs> It was hilarious, and it, it was it was apropos, because not only are they they gonna smash past forty wins, they gonna smash past forty wins. They already got Vegas. Vegas already. Well, I tell you, when I was in Las Vegas over the summer, and I said I saw somebody talking about like thirty two wins for the kid. I said, oh my god, I don't know if they went in forty. I don't know that, but I know they ain't winning thirty two. They went in more than that, and I couldn't even get it, man. I couldn't even get it. what I ended up having to do is I had to put a hundred dollars on the Niners and win the Super Bowl. Almost had, <laughs> bro. Stop with the belly laugh. We don't, we don't need the belly laugh, bro. It's not that funny, bro. I could have told you that funny. was not going to pan out. Not for that you. funny. The belly laugh was not that funny. That's one thing I could have told you way before the season that wasn't going to happen. Well, 
Look, go, go, franchise tag your running back and don't worry about what we're doing over here. That's okay. They, they did that. They did that. Don't worry about what we're doing over here. I ain't but worried. Anyway, I'm just laughing at the bet. The the moral of the story is the Kings, the Kings are flying past all the haters out there. Vegas, all the haters that laughed at my three guys coming out of the Chase Center, said 40 wins. They were selling our boys short. Yeah, I, I, I laughed. Don't be laughing at them dudes no more. You're going you're gonna to start listening to us, Jason. You're going to start listening to us. I told you, you can't outscore the Kings and try to win. Now, Minnesota did that the other day. I didn't say they would go uh, undefeated. I said more times than not, you're not going to be able to get it done. And today, really, to be honest with you, with this game, even without De'Aaron Fox, who was out with a hamstring, um, they just kind of overpowered the Pelicans. Like, I didn't, I didn't feel like tonight was nothing spectacular. Kevin Herter had a really good game. Uh, I think he had 25 on the night. You know, but it was really balanced scoring. You know, Herter had 25. That was the only person that had 20, mm-hmm. 20 or more. Sabonis had 19. Barnes had 14. Keegan Murray was back uh, in the rotation at 13. Don Davion Mitchell with 15 in start in, in place of De'Aaron Fox. That was big time. And then you got Trey Lyles with 14. Malik Monk with 11. Seven guys in double figures tonight. Nine assists. 39 assists that me and Damien, we have these, these benchmark numbers that we look for. Uh, I say 12 or more three pointers. And he says, I think the number is 28 or more assists. And they blew by, well, they didn't blow by the three pointers, but they blew by the assists. 39 assists. It was just, it just kind of wore the Pelicans down at night. It felt like it wasn't nothing like overbearing. Just, it was just too much. And they did what you're supposed to do to a team that's been struggling a lot. Over the last couple of months, I mean, you run them out the building. What's you supposed to do? Mm. Team mm. comes to your building, they're supposed to get run out the building, especially a team that outside of Brandon Ingram. You look at their, you know, Brandon and CJ. I'm pretty sure Willie Green did not go into the season thinking, yeah, I'm going to have, you know, B.I. and Herb Jones starting with Valance. You know, that wasn't the plan. And he's a big deal. I'm not going to say Zion's not a big deal. But I didn't even think they was going to have Valanchunas coming into this game. And they were able to get get him into the lineup. So they were a little healthier than I thought. Obviously, my boy Alvarado, I like Alvarado. Uh, he wasn't available. But, you know, they, they're a little more healthier than I gave him credit for. Yeah, but, you know, I, like I said, they've been – they're one of those teams that have been having been able to have their whole team together pretty much most of the year. And, like I said, even without De'Aaron, you expect Davion to step in there, be solid. Mm. Then, you know, when Kevin's going to give you that, you know, you get the balance. Like I said, 39 assists. Mm. Ball's moving like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed, you're supposed to win that game at home. And I'm still tripping off my light, and I'm in a new place, so I'm looking like got, I've got my, my my dark gable going on, my big daddy cane. <laughs> big daddy cane. I'm not really – I'm mean, I'm just like, man, I'll figure <laughs> out after I get around all these boxes around me where the best lighting is. And here, right now I'm looking like, man <laughs> – it's all good. Maybe the black and the berry, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, thirty that 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 number that that you pointed out, the thirty nine assists. Um, that's 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 how you get it done without De'Aaron Fox. That's how you get it done without your All Star. You move the ball around. You 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 give the what they say. You give the ball life. You know what I mean by by moving the ball around, getting everybody involved. And you know, what Davion and say, "Well, give us De'Aaron's numbers." No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, move the ball, you share the ball, and they said the ball gets life, 
you know, yeah. gets moving around, boom, boom, boom. Everyone feels good. Everyone's touching the ball. Everyone's getting a chance to score. You know, and then I think what you saw too in the second half that carried over to the other side of the ball. Mm. Defensively, you know, picked it up. You know, we give up what fifty nine in the first half. They only finished with one away. Yeah, yeah, and that's I, I can't remember. Trying to think off the top of my head, I can't remember the last time the Kings held somebody under one ten. I need to look this up. Like that, it, it feels like it might watch it be like two days ago, but it yeah. feels like, was, like it'll be like it was last week. But yeah, it feels <laughs> like whenever you see a one, then a zero before the number, it's like you know, you know, forget giving them giving free food for 10 tacos or I mean, you know, or tacos for 10 three, forget all that. You, know, <laughs> you hold somebody under 110, there should be you know, double beams get lit. Yeah, they, they, they should, uh. All throughout the the arena, the celebrate good times. Come on, like, I'm that far now, but you know, the one ten. I mean, that, that feels like you like the '90s Knicks holding somebody, <laughs> <laughs> holding somebody under one ten. Let me see, when was the last time? Oh, I gotta hold on. I'm, I'm way up here. Let's see. One well, no, they scored one oh nine in that game. Last time they held somebody under one ten. And this barely even counts. This it was a 107-104 loss to the Pacers on February 3rd. Last time they held somebody on 110 and one, it was the game before against the Spurs. Uh they held them to 109. Almost, almost. The last time they held somebody under a hundred, it was ninety-six on December third to the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm gonna say that's, that's been a minute. I'm pretty sure it's. <laughs> and my, and my calculations are correct. No, they did it to Cleveland, and that's it. Only two times that they held somebody under 100. Don't happen often, but I mean, for really, the main thing is you is is the point differential and the other you know the other stats. Yeah. Because the way they play, teams are going to get some points up. Mm-hmm. And have is the 135s and you know and the we're gonna wait till the fourth quarter to try to play defense. You can't have those. Right. You have some defensive energy throughout the game, things should turn out well for them in the end. Yeah. Um, you mentioned them. I, I want to talk about a couple of guys' performances in this game, and you mentioned them um just a second ago. And I want to start with Davion Mitchell because there's been a lot of um a lot of people unhappy with Davion Mitchell's performance ever since that road trip uh, where De'Aaron was out, you know, the Indiana, New Orleans, uh, I think it was Houston two times or whatever. And, you know, they're talking about you need to find a different backup point guard and all this other stuff. And I continued to say, look, man, Davion Mitchell, I know you people, people want him to score and do all this other stuff. That's not his job. His job is to go in there and be a tone setter on the defensive end. Then if he can get some points here and there, that's great, but you got Malik Monk, you got Trey Lyles, you got Terrence Davis to be your your offense off the bench. And I just thought people were way too critical of Davion Mitchell, especially when we were on the show and I was looking up his numbers and people were like super down on Davion. And when you look at his numbers, everything is up. Field goal percentage, three-point percentage, free throw percentage, everything is up except for points per game, obviously, and the minutes are way down. Yeah. So, so you know, there everybody was acting like he was playing so bad. Well, he's just not really getting the same type of opportunities. I say all that to say the last couple of times the Aaron has been out, 
I thought Davion's been really good last week against Oklahoma City and in the way he played again today. Um, Davion is fine. All right, people need to leave Davion alone. I said that back then. I was like, people are, I'm like, look, I'm like, look at the minutes he's playing. Most guys who play 10, 12, 15 minutes, their numbers are sporadic. Hmm. I mean, that's not uncommon because you got to break it down. You talk about 15 minutes in a game. You're looking looking at a couple of maybe five, like six minute stints, maybe. Maybe you get overextended a little bit, you know, here and there. But you're not talking about a lot of time to get going, get a rhythm going. And a lot of times when Davion goes, then it's like because this team has a likes to not play defense for long stretches. It's going Davion, Davion go stop someone. Mm. So his focus isn't in the game. Like, okay, I'm gonna go in there and get 20. That's mm-hmm. not his job. And if you're looking at a game and you're blaming Davion Mitchell for not getting enough offense, that probably means other people around him didn't step up and to to help him out. Just because we all know that Davion does not score like De'Aaron. That's not. I'm not breaking any news with that. That's not a shock. Mm-hmm. You just have to. You know, I just think people are just quick to overreact, and you got to nitpick it. I think that the team has been winning consistently. You got to nitpick at something. (laughs) And, you know, you got to find something to talk about. You know, no one's going to feel like, yeah, we're winning. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, they'd win more games if Davion Mitchell was better. I'm like, if you're talking about the eighth guy on the team. (laughs) You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. You know, you know, you know what it is, Jason, and and I love it. I love it. I love Kings fans. I love the way they get down. I, I can understand. You know, some of them, some of them have not been here before, and all of us haven't been there in a while. But they've won at such a high clip this year. When they lose, it's a little jarring. It's a little shocking. I'm not saying it like they're 73 and nine. You know what I mean? They've lost 20 sometimes. I'm not saying it like that. But when they lose a game, it's like, hey, what the hell? Hey, it's, it's got to be somebody's fault. <laughs> it's got to be somebody's fault. No, you just, you just lost. Like, it's okay. The, the team is going to have ups and downs and, and things of that nature. And I thought um, sometimes Davion uh, carried the brunt of that, but his game today uh, was on point, on point. He did everything that you needed to do, filling in for De'Aaron Fox, 15.6 assists, six of eight from the field, three of four from beyond the arc. And he's always bringing it on a defensive end. I loved what I saw from Davion today. Yeah, I did too. I liked the way he played. And like I said, to me, just the way the entire team played made it to where Davion could just fit in, you know, mm-hmm. play how he plays. But you're right. You're right about one thing too. With the with the winning, the the whole, I think for what, 16 plus years, everyone's thing has been, why do they keep losing? Why do they keep losing? Now that you're winning more, it's like, hold up. What do we do? Because you're so conditioned that, okay, it's going to be about 30 wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and about you're just conditioned to be like to blame someone for something, mm, yeah. and I and I I do think there's probably still a little sense of what if something goes wrong. Absolutely, I can tell you right what now. If, I'm, I'm, what if something you know. goes wrong? And, and, and as I've said before, what if something goes crazy wrong and you end up like Cleveland last year? 
great <laughs> story, then all of a sudden you missed the playoffs altogether. Well, well look, I'm not I, I'm I'm very confident in this team. And I, I speak about them confidently because I think they've earned that. I think they're that good. But I mean, I, I'm not gonna act holier than now. I thought about on Saturday, I was like, damn, they lost that game and then you don't know what's going on with the Pelicans and then the Knicks come to town, they're on fire, and then you got Phoenix. I mean, this could be a five, six game losing streak. Like, like that, that that enters your head, regardless of how good you think this team is, because you've seen them play bad basketball for so long. So look, I, I get it. But then I gotta snap myself back into reality and I gotta talk to my people, snap them back into reality, be like, don't worry, this team is good. And that's the other thing about tonight's game. Like I keep saying, there was nothing special about tonight. You mentioned it as well. All they did was just handle business, like like a good team is supposed to at home against a team that they're better than. Yeah, it, it was nothing special. They just handle business. Yeah, and that's what, and you know you're you're getting to a point now where when the team wins, it's not oh my god, I can't believe they won. Oh, they won. It's like yeah, you're the third team in the West. You're supposed to win these games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, there should be a level of confidence that oh, they're coming to our building. We got to handle business. Yeah. I think they've earned that. And I I don't think they got anything to worry about in terms of the bottom falling out or anything like that. I think they're going to be fine. Oh. And, you know, I think, you know, I've got a bottle of wine here that I said I wouldn't open because they make the <laughs> That's uh, right. You do that. Maybe I'll drink that <laughs> bottle. We can go live and I'll drink that whole bottle. Maybe not the whole bottle. I probably wouldn't be a good idea. Oh, no. oh, no, no. We drinking, you drinking the whole bottle. We go live on lives. If I got my kids, I definitely can't do that. They got to go to school in the morning. They can't be like, I can't be, you know, that parent like, oh, y'all ain't going to school today. Why? Daddy's Daddy had a hell of a night. And then they'll be confused because it was like you were celebrating the Kings. <laughs> then they'll all be confused and they'll go to school and tell their teachers that daddy's lost his mind because they don't understand what daddy's doing. Yeah, man, we got we to keep our eyes filled on that bottle of wine. 